gamers, and welcome to episode 378 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for June 25th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nixon, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Ah, man, it's just quite some big things happened this week. Um, of course, you heard about the Roe versus Wade being overturned, yeah. so there's a lot of angry and happy people. It depends on what side you are on the, on the fence on that, and... Yeah. Yeah, man, it's, it's gonna be interesting to see what what happens to the months to come. Of uh, what is the consequence of this happening? What does this mean for this country? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, like we were just talking before, I just think that we do people look at the Constitution as like a literal thing. Some people, some people do, and where it cannot be changed. And like, hey, what these when they put these laws in, like I think it was the Fourteenth Amendment, they was not talking about um, abortions. It was not talking about that. But while others look at it as like, hey, this the Constitution should be uh, more flexible, where it grows with the times, which I tend to more agree with. I disagree. Things should change as the times go on, because should change in around the world. The world is not the same as when. A lot of these laws were put in place. Absolutely. So yeah. it don't make sense to have some of these laws or these laws had to be changed to uh work with what we're what's what's going on now. But I don't know, man. Some people like you just said, like they look at it like it's um uh, like the tablets, like the tablets from God, mm-hmm. like coming down from Moses. Come come to Moses or something like that. Yes. Like, nope, this is what the founding fathers wanted and this is what they Put in and those old white slave is owners. This is what they wanted. Yeah, they can't exactly can't go back on what they said. I mean, honestly, it seems like some people would would absolutely be fine with going all the way back I, there. I think, yeah, I think they would. <laughs> they they definitely would. Uh, a lot of people were there on you no know, last year in January on the steps. <laughs> they would believe that, but yeah. So yeah, so yeah, that's one of the that was the, that's the biggest thing that's happened. Um. But let's get down um, to it, like in sports. Um, so now, like for football, I'm still don't get it. I mean, I'll probably talk about it later on, maybe in the weeks to come, because I know Daniel Snyder has been subpoenaed. Oh yeah, to go I did see something about that. Committee. Yeah, I just don't know why. Like, why are they um, talking to him? Yeah. Like, what did he do to make it get that far to go to Congress? A deposition, like a deposition. Uh, I thought it was because he was there on January sixth, Dominic. <laughs> I thought it was like it was uh, something to do sexual harassment, or something like that. I was thinking like that's just a court thing, right? A local, like somebody maybe mm, like, sue yeah. him or something. But I didn't know it was like a congressional thing. I know they talked to Roger Goodell, and I think one of them asked him, "Could they remove him?" Mm. And he has the power to remove him. He said, "No," and he don't. Right? Commissioner had no power to remove her owner. Then yeah. <laughs> that, like the owners would have to all vote. Like he works for the he works for the owners, so they would have to themselves vote like, "Hey, we want this guy leave," mm. like they did with um, the guy from the Clippers. Right. But it also costs money. I mean, the guy from the Clippers. I mean, yeah, he got let go, but he also got paid like two billion dollars. I don't I don't know how much of a punishment that is, <laughs> honestly. I mean, <laughs> that that's just one of those weird punishments. It's like I guess it's bad because he doesn't he's not owner of a team. I guess maybe for legacy purposes, mm-hmm. it's bad, but I don't know. I think he'll. I I don't. For some reason, I think he sleeps okay, and and he'll die. Okay. I mean, he's pretty old, but in 
he'll 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 be all right. Yeah. I mean, whatever the afterlife is is whatever the afterlife is. I have no <laughs> idea, but like I think he he lived his life and he got two billion dollars to carry on with his name to give to his kids or something, whatever. Oh, plus the money he already had. All right. So what else? Um been going on uh, basketball. I mean, we already talked about it. The Warriors won. Um, it's not really much to say. People are just waiting for the draft. Oh, well, actually, the draft did happen, I think. I think the NBA draft happened. I don't really pay attention to the NBA draft. Um, really, and so with some big names. Um, I know it was this big, skinny, white dude that was <laughs> that's a big name. Uh, uh, like, because I think his, I don't know what's his father. He said that like, he'll be the best like he'll be the best white dude since Larry Bird, like American born, like white dude mm-hmm. since Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Uh, I'm trying to see where it's like it's um, yeah, it happened on 23rd. Uh, let me. I think he got picked up by the Thunder. Got him. I can't find a list. Uh, right there. Okay, let me, maybe here we go. Maybe ESPN got this got something here. Um. Oh, they want to go through okay NBA two twenty two NBA draft. Please just show me the list of names and who got picked. Okay, so a guy from Duke got picked on Orlando. Uh, Palau Bachero Bachero. I don't I don't know him. I mean, I probably know him if I see his face. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Chet. His name is Chet Holmgren. That's Chet. the guy from Gonzaga. <laughs> tall, yeah, tall, sneaky white dude. Like he is skinny. Uh, but in today's soft NBA, I think he'll be all right. <laughs> I think he'll be all right. Even though Kevin Durant still gets injured, mm-hmm. and he's pretty uh, sneaky too. But I think he'll uh, – Oh yeah, I bet, put it like this. If it was like maybe back in the 90s and before, then you think like, okay, this guy's going to die. Like he's going to get broken in half, like going <laughs> in the middle or something. <laughs> like, yeah, he's not going to be no top pick. But today, I mean, he, he got skills. I mean, he can dribble, man. He can shoot outside, and I mean, he's seven foot. Um, I believe. Good Lord. Um, so, yeah. like, I don't know if he's seven foot something or just seven foot. Um, and the guy above him is six foot ten. He's a big dude. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's it should be interesting to see what um how he does. I mean, I'm got. I mean, I'm not really. I'm not really against him. I mean, I actually want to see him do all right. I mean, I want to see all these guys do all right. Uh. But him, I was looking at because I see him. I see him play on Gonzaga. I was like, man, this guy's got some skills for a seven footer with the dribbles. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of weird, like seeing him drive to the lane. It's like, yeah. Darren, how do you stop that? Uh, so yeah, I'm curious to see how he, well he'll do in the NBA. So yeah, that's my basically all the NBA news I got. I mean, um, just Jabari Spiff was picked number three for Houston. Like, I, you know, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you know, I'm not really into basketball like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I used to be, so I just follow Wizards. And I'm trying to see here. Wizards picked up a guy named Johnny Davis from Wisconsin. I'm sure I've seen him because I watch Berlin games. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I hope he does well with the team. That's all I can say. All right. So moving on to baseball. Orioles, as of today, have won three in a row. Um, they are six games below 500. They're looking great. They're, um, I'm, well, it's funny. I say looking great, but compared to last, the last three years, they are superb <laughs> because I mean, you're talking about, they didn't win like 30 some games until July, the last two years. And then the year before was what the worst year. They only won 47. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, we're we're, we're near there. We're <laughs> close to getting past that mark. But yeah, it um, I mean last I'm not, well not I'm not counting twenty one. Twenty one is that was the COVID year, and it was only about like sixty games, something like that. That that year is whatever, and we actually did okay, better than I thought we did during that year. Yeah. So, because uh, we were like we were close to be we were in playoff contention until the like the very end, until the like close to the very end we got out. But anyway, yeah, the Orioles because the pitching is good. The pitch the Orioles pitching is doing really well this year. That they're keeping us in games. Uh, these young guys, so the, I'm really happy. I was like, damn, we finally got decent pitching. We I would have loved have this pitching back when we had the bats. We were like the number two or one or in the offense like at home runs and everything yeah. but hey whatever um this is still the best division in baseball though the al east i mean you got the yankees already uh at 50 wins and then you have you got tampa bay boston uh boston was on a big winning streak uh at one point i don't know if they still are and you have toronto they're all above 500 they all are somewhat contenders i mean they they're all decent teams like they're not looking to just make the playoffs. They want to have a chance to go all the way. So the Orioles being what they are and doing as well as they are now, it's pretty damn good. And it also show, also tells you how good the Yankees are, that they're <laughs> yeah. in division with all these teams, and they are still, like, number one in the league, which is scary. Like, that is mm-hmm. scary. That's how good they are. Uh, I mean, the other top teams are still the Dodgers. Um. The Dodgers have the Padres right on their ass, though. Um, then you have the Mets. Uh, Braves are really trying to come up, try to get to that spot. Um, the, then the Giants are, like, behind the Padres. They're a few, I think they're, like, six games back from first place in that division. They're, like, the second-best division probably in baseball is that division, the, um, the National League West with the Padres, the Dodgers, and the Giants. Um, they got the, the other two teams though are not that great. You got Arizona, Arizona competes though. And Colorado, they can, they compete somewhat. Um, those teams, well, actually this year in Colorado, I don't know. I know they lost some people, so I don't know how well they really are. I know record wise they're not, uh, but yeah. So I'm trying to think, um, St. Louis and, um, the Brewers are battling basically in that division. And then you have, I'm trying to think of another division here, top of my head. You got Chicago. Okay. The White Sox division, I know they're not top. It's, um, I think Minnesota is the top team in that division, I want to say. And I don't know how well Cleveland's doing, the Guardians. I don't know if they're like, compete. Oh, no. They're number one. My fault. <laughs> um, but only by, they're actually. Mathematically, like tied for first, the Twins and Guardians, because yeah. the Guardians played. I think they less games. Like they only have thirty losses, but they have thirty six wins. While the Twins have thirty nine wins, but thirty three losses. Gotcha. So they, yeah, Twins played more games than they did. So they just have a few more losses than the Guardians. But yeah, those are the two teams that are really battling. White Sox should be up there. Like they're predicted to be battling too. They actually are kind of disappointing this year. Uh, but they're not that far behind. They've won 33 games. They're 33 and 36. They're close to what the Orioles are. Hmm. Uh, really, well, the Orioles have 39 wins. I mean, losses. 
the Astros are the top team in the West. They're actually the second best team in the whole American League with 44. Um, but they're in Yankees go at 52. Um, the Yankees still have not got like, 20 losses yet. They're at 19 right now. Um, they I know they lost last night. Yeah, they, oh, my fault. They're actually playing the Astros. So that's, yeah, the two top teams are playing each other. So far, the series, they're playing, I believe, a four-game series. So right now, it's 1-1. So, yeah, that's a good series to watch. So, yeah, so that's baseball. Um, Oh, now I guess it's the, the football, not NFL. I don't really have no news for NFL that I looked up anyway. <laughs> but I got news for the USFL. We got the playoffs today, oh, okay. which I'm going to be watching. We got, they are playing in Canton, Ohio, I believe. Uh-huh. I think that's what it's playing at. And they are um going to, let me see who's playing against who. USFL. I know Alabama's in there. Okay, the first game is at three o'clock on Saturday. So, oh, by the time you hear this, it's all over. But <laughs> Philadelphia Stars are playing the New Jersey Generals. The New Jersey Generals are nine and one, and Philadelphia Stars are six and four. And then you got the late game, uh, which is the New Orleans Breakers versus the Birmingham Stallions, who are nine and one. The New Orleans Breakers are six and four. So we got two nine and one teams. I wonder if any of them is going to be upset. Um, I kind of want to see the New Jersey Generals play against the Stallions just to see the top teams play against each other. And, yeah, that, that's that's pretty cool. That they, yeah, We actually going to have a full season, so that's good that we got the full season of football. And then it'll be interesting to see what next year brings when we have the XFL. Mm-hmm. We're going to have two leagues after the NFL. Like, when are they going to start? And, like, will there be any – like colliding, like with schedules. I'm, yeah, this is good. Oh man, I kind of, I wanted to see that, you know, when we had that, um, AFL, well, not AFL, but whatever that shit was called before the XFL came mm-hmm. back. Uh, when those two leagues were possibly going to be same, but they, you know, that shit just went yeah. downhill. <laughs> just died. Yeah. Oh, and the two, the games are on national TV. Like, oh, nice. The first game is on Fox and the second game is on NBC. So yeah, I'll I'll check them out. I mean, yeah, because it's been an okay season watching the games. I mean, I thought to watch. I mean, I guess it's WNBA, but um, they probably play earlier WNBA games. And I know the Mystics won the game last week on Sunday. I know that because it was Father's Day. Oh yeah, Father's Day. I'm sorry. Now, how was your um Father's Day, man? It was good. Just went over my in laws and had dinner. Nothing. Oh, okay. It was nice. Uh, yeah, we took our dad out to um, Stumpy's in Towson. Okay. Um, it's a hatchet place where you throw, like, axe throwing, basically. Sounds like, cool. you throw the targets. And I think one of the targets were rigged uh, because I could not, we could not get the axe again. to get through that wood. Yeah. And then we, I went up close to it. Me and my dad went up close to it just to bang uh-huh. on it to see if it stick. And it wasn't. <laughs> So I was like, man, this wood is too tough. <laughs> I said, this is something like only on one side where you can see where people have been hitting the targets mm-hmm. on like the left side. But nobody got this got the center. And I was like, yeah, man, they replaced the wood with some fucking, <laughs> I don't know, mahogany. So I don't know what the hell it is. Like some pretty strong ass wood. And but the other it's two targets, though. Like there's the other target. It, it, you can get it in. But we were still having a hard time because we never done it before. And yeah. my dad, he won by points wise. I was behind him by like what one? I think I was yeah, I was down by one. I think my sister said. Um my well, 
my older sister couldn't do it because of her back. Mm. She had that back surgery, mm. so she couldn't do it. Um, my uh, other sister, um, I'm the youngest, so my middle sister, um, she she got actually uh, the targets on the hard one. She actually got one in, cool. but she had the harder time getting it going. Mm. But she has done this before, and she had vi- and she had video of her like. Say I I did this before and she said I it was I did a whole lot better. She did show that she was uh, getting the she's a ringer. target so easily. What'd you say? She's a ringer. She was just setting you guys yeah. up. She was like, oh no, I'm not very good at this. <laughs> and it's like, all right, but money yeah, game. And then she's like, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> but yeah, she, she was saying, I was good at this. I don't know why I'm not good now. Um but yeah, so we um we had fun doing that, and then we ate out at Cheesecake Factory. Nice. So and yeah, but while we were in there, I was it had the TV and I was watching the WNBA game <laughs> and they had the Mystics playing up there. So I know they won that game. They got this Asian chick up there. Um, I think she's Japanese. I know she, they say my sister says she don't speak a lick of English though. Oh wow! Like she just she just plays. And <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that, that's all you need to do. It's <laughs> like just uh, carry this team. But please. I know that. Yeah, I don't think they like. The Mystics are not definitely not like number one or anything. They're just doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who's the top team, really. But anyway, yeah. So that is it. Oh, they already have a site for the XFL on ESPN. Oh wow, that's um, what rock money will get think, you, Dominic. Yeah, I don't know. If they have. They just have people who they hired. So I don't think they have all the cities yet. What they're gonna have? Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not seeing it anyway. Um, cause yeah, they're not even showing me teams. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I'm going to schedule. Oh, here we go. They got a schedule here. Uh, no, this is the old schedule. <laughs> this is the schedule from when it got canceled. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The whatever. But anyway. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I think that's it. I don't think I really have anything else to say about sports. Uh, so, anything, any wrestling news? Uh, wrestling stuff. I guess the biggest news is this week is AEW and New Japan's Forbidden Door pay-per-view. So, it's the first kind of huge crossover between the two companies. There's some pretty big oh, matches, but unfortunately, a lot of guys in the AEW. The East versus hurt. the West. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Yeah, so it should be fun. I'm not going to run down the old card or anything, but there's... They're going to call it like the, uh, what? The Pearl Harbor match. Oh, or no. Like that. Pearl Harbor Dominic, match. No. <laughs> um, I guess the one the one unfortunate thing we're the talking Hiroshima about... Bumble. Oh, boy. Yeah. Is that Daniel Bryan, or Brian yeah, Atomic Slam. Is the what? What was that yeah, one? Tom- what? I said Atomic Slam. Oh, Atomic Slam. Lovely, <laughs> Donna. Yeah, but Brian Danielson is currently hurt, it sounds like. It's nothing, nothing career threatening, you know, because he had previously had to retire. Um, but he's going to miss his match against Zack Sabre Jr., which would have been an all-time and kind of dream match. And then the quote-unquote blood and guts match that happens on Wednesday, which is basically like a double steel cage craziness match that they're going to have versus Chris Jericho and a couple of his, his guys. Um, Any special belts? Uh, so there's, there's a lot of belts on the line at this show, but there's going to be a new title actually crowned. I think it's the mid Atlantic title or something like that. It's really just like, 
it's another men's like, mid card title. Call like the Tora Tora belt. A Tora 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 belt. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it's it's completely unrelated to. Well, it's not completely unrelated because there is a guy from New Japan in the in the Fatal Four Way match that they're having to crown this. And they kind of had like here part of the tournament that they had was like these guys over in New Japan are also competing to be a part of this tournament. Um, but it's just another singles men's title. And I don't think that's what AEW needs right now because they've already got like all these dudes on the show. They don't need to give them another title to get them on the show. So I don't know. Because there was talk for a while there of doing like a women's tag team title or a trios title, which would be, you know, like three man tag teams. And they have a lot of the way the factions in AEW are set up. There are a lot of trios guys. And if you go that route, then you can, you know, group some of the guys together on TV more and maybe make more room for some other people on the on the card. But I don't know. Uh, We'll see what they do with it. If it, if they do something interesting where, you know, there's some kind of like weird stipulation or something, I think one of the titles in a different company is like the person that's competing for the title has to be from a different country than the, than the current champion or something like that. That could be kind of interesting. I mean, it, it seems like this belt is basically set up for Miro to win it, who is bulgarian and then you know from there you can have any number of guys take it off of him but yeah that's kind of what's happening with wrestling there isn't much uh, as far as i'm concerned to talk about with wwe and the vince stuff hasn't really gone anywhere outside of him just being on television again he decided he wanted to be on raw so you know he's still putting his face out there dominic despite having stepped down as ceo of the company the only thing i know about about Bulgaria is that thing on the Simpsons when uh, <laughs> when it was a Krusty the Clown he had his old show on because he's like because he was visiting Bart and he said hey I see you on TV so oh it's a recorded show nobody can tell the difference and then it says something oh no the Balkans have been yeah. <laughs> attacked yeah. it's like that <laughs> it invaded or something like the Balkans have been invaded or something like that. I was like oh man yeah that's the only thing I know about Bulgaria <laughs> All right, so that's it? Yep, that's it for me. All right, so what are we at here? We got it. What have we been watching? So I haven't really been watching much. I watched some Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think I still have, what, two more episodes left? I think it's six total, right? Yeah, there's six total. Yeah, you finished it. You finished it off yep. um, this week. And I've been watching Ozark, but I have like seven more episodes left because it's like 14. Which I think that's ridiculous. That, that seems that like a lot. That. Yeah, but maybe it'll be worth it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not disliking the show now. But Darren, I'm. I'm thinking. I was thinking like, oh man, we get. I'm about to be over, and I was like, damn, I got seven more episodes left. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So tell me, how was um, Obi Wan? Obi Wan. Overall, I really enjoyed. There were some moments in this final. Well, the past two episodes. Regarding like Reva's story, I just feel like it is not as satisfying as I really would have hoped at, at the beginning of the series. Um, and, and just some other decisions around like Obi-Wan and his thinking 
have have really just like I I question like who is making these decisions, but I understand from from a standpoint of where it sits in the story, like what they're doing. But I just overall, I think it was. What do you mean? I I don't want to get too far into it before you watch it, and then we can actually talk about it. But uh, like character okay. motivations, I guess basically. I, I have some problems with Obi-Wan's character okay. motivations. Um, but overall, like, I think it was enjoyable. It was pretty well written for the most part. It looks pretty good. You know, the, the, the battle scenes are, are really cool. And yeah, I, I think it's, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. I think on the, right. on the higher side of fine, but yeah, that's kind of where I sit, sit with it. Oh yeah! Uh, before we move on, uh, I forgot to mention that I did watch most of Doctor Strange, but I had not finished yet. Mm. I, I like what I've seen so far, but it's it's not great. Yeah, it's just somewhat enjoyable. But I'll, I'll get into more next week okay. when I actually finish it. Yeah, yeah. Then we can get into some spoilery talk with that. Yeah. All right. So what you got, uh, Miss Marvel? So yeah. how you like this third one? The third, third episode one, right? was good. Uh, this kind of focuses around her brother's wedding and more of the the social aspect. I, I really enjoy what they're doing as far as balancing like the social stuff. Her as a teenager, but also her as a Pakistani teenager, and kind of doing stuff with the mosque and around the mosque. And also weaving in the superhero stuff and, and as, as they, they're, they're using her culture more to motivate her origin story, which is interesting. I want to see where it goes because it's very much not what they did with the, with the comic book, but we know that like even her power set right now is completely different than what it was in the, in the comic book. So I wonder if at some point they kind of align those more, or if this is very hey, much Pakistanis like Indians and they're going to be dancing at the end of the show. Uh, yes, there's a lot of dancing in, in the wedding scene. Okay. Yes. Um, yes, it's very uh, like Bollywood esque, a wedding situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'm enjoying it a lot. I think it's still very good. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at with it. All right. So you what? Oh, you did watch the South Park Streaming Wars. Yes. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised by the end. I didn't necessarily realize it was going to be a two part thing, even though I feel like all of these have basically been. I didn't know it things. was either. Did it start? Did it happen yet? No, I actually looked it up and there isn't like any information yet about whether there's going to be a second part. But also this is like the third of like 19 or 16 contracted South Park special episodes or whatever for Peacock. So it's definitely happening. Oh, not that Peacock. Um, Paramount. Paramount. Yes. Paramount Plus. Yeah, it's weird because they have a regular season that comes on HBO Max. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Comedy Central, of course. But their specials come on Paramount. Yeah. And I don't know if you can watch this regular shows on Paramount, though. Yeah, I think I it's wonder. just the specials. <laughs> it's it's so weird. Yeah, because they still because like how I saw those um episodes mm-hmm. was it it wasn't Hulu. Yeah, I think it was um. Yeah, I was think it was HBO Max. But I was yeah, I was seeing the new episodes of HBO Max. What's a Paramount? Paramount was just showing the specials. That's weird. And they didn't even show all the specials. Like HBO Max had the early specials, and then they made that contract with Paramount. 
and now they're just going to come on there. So it's like, I got to watch South Park on two different things. Like, I don't think they just move over to HBO Max either. I don't think the ones that came on Paramount just goes over to HBO Max where I can just watch them. So apparently, February 2022, an article from Variety, South Park to stream exclusively on Paramount Plus after HBO Max deal ends. Oh, okay. So I guess they had a deal in place, but now... In addition, all new episodes of the series will go to Paramount Plus starting with season 27 in 2024. Oh, damn. See? <laughs> so that's, it's still that's, a ways that's, off yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah, that's so for weird. That. Yeah, that's. Yeah, because I thought it used to be on HBO Max or it is. It mean, still is. Max. Yeah. That's so odd. I mean, it makes sense, though, right? Because, like, Viacom, which is Comedy Central, is Paramount, right? Like, yeah. all that's the same. So. I guess they weren't. Yeah, because HBO guess, Max was. Because they didn't like, have yeah. a thing, right? So HBO yeah, was they didn't like, have yo, it. let's get that. I mean, technically, it has CBS, but they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. They, nobody, they didn't do it Nobody's taking that seriously. Yeah, exactly. So now <laughs> that they've seen, like, oh, we're, doing, we're taking it seriously, they're like, okay, now we can come on. But we already had a contract in place yeah. with HBO. Yeah, but you were you were talk, telling me a, a little bit about this before, like how it's basically you know actual streams, but it's the streaming wars, and they're basically stand-ins for the actual streaming services like Netflix and Hulu and whatnot. Yeah. And at first, like I was like, it doesn't seem like this is where this is going. What is happening? And then it 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 makes a lot more sense once you know Kyle and the kids are are building the ships basically building the content for these different streams and everybody's you know everybody in town is paying yeah. for the different streams and it's even to the point where like okay Randy's or or Karen as they're calling him in this one yeah <laughs> is his boat has a white flag on it so like as the water is coming down and the boat floats down the water the white boat crosses, you know, wherever they're judging this into the aqueducts or whatever. And they're like, all right, all the people that bought the white plan can now use their daily allotment of water, but we're waiting on the green plan or whatever. <laughs> so I thought that that and, stuff was clever. And I like how when Cartman was finally making one, it looked all fucked yeah. up. And it was like, hey, man, take, it's supposed to be like, I guess, like the shit. Uh-huh content (laughs) i was surprised it kind of took them that long to get there i thought it was going to be something like we've got to make so many boats we're just going to kind of half-ass it you know yeah here's one with two popsicle sticks and a you know without a lego man or something like that but yeah they just had cartman just make it a trash one he's like nobody cares and then butter's like nobody cares i'll forget yeah yeah he went on his little rant (laughs) <laughs> that was the yeah, that was the funny. most obvious point in the show where they're just like yeah, yeah you know which i mean here we are they're they're making exclusive content for a for a streaming service too so you know a little <laughs> self-commentary there i guess and they're also like trying to fit in the man bear pig like global warming stuff at the same time i don't know entirely where that's going or how well that's gonna work out for them it doesn't seem like too much of the focus, but it seems like it could take more focus in the next episode. I mean, I guess they try. I guess it, maybe they're waiting to see what happens in real life because I know there's a drought really going on, mm-hmm. and maybe some more going to that. Yeah, you, you know, but I, I've seen that on the news. But 
Should, should it be bigger news or maybe it's not that important? <laughs> Are those people okay out there? I guess they're okay out there. I mean, it's yeah. I they're okay enough, I guess. You know, as long as yeah. corporations can still get them water the, or whatever. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because I was like, man, that sounds like a big deal, but I don't really see it as a. It doesn't really show as a big deal every time I look at the news. Right. It's not being um, reported on as if it's a as big a deal as it is. Yeah. But, you know, we, we maybe have our priorities uh, kind of all over the place sometimes. Let me tell you about Johnny Depp, though, Dominic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. John, freaking Johnny Depp. Uh, and, I mean, then you have, uh, what was it? Damn, which I remember to talk about before. I mean, it'd be not even the Ukraine stuff. Um it was um, oh, all about the oh yeah the these uh, court cases with the uh, the January uh, oh, the January 6th insurrection though. shit whatever you know it that stuff it's like dude just go to court and like because I just feel like if you're not gonna get Trump on anything man <laughs> which I don't think they <laughs> then are what's this whole it's spectacle like it's a waste for? of fucking time I mean yeah. I guess they're it's just, I guess they're trying to at least sway court of public opinion I mean. You have to look at it this way. Like, there is a... What? Yeah, no, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's court of public opinion. I think it is what it is. I don't think anybody... Is getting is... swayed one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the sad reality of it is, like, and they still think that they're going to change someone's mind. I, I, I think they know that there's no chance that they're going to legally keep him away from the presidency. And there's a very good non-zero chance that Donald Trump runs and even wins the election again. And I think they're they're trying what they think is their best, which is in reality is very much not to avoid that situation. And if that's, you know, putting on this this whole the theatrics of of the January 6th commission instead of actually getting actual results it's you know looking like we're getting results then you know that's good enough for them and that's you know kind of the sad reality of our politics right now i mean even as far as you know the roe versus wade stuff you know here we are it, it was overturned by the Supreme Court, but you also don't hear a lot of these politicians going, yep, and we're, because of that, we're going to codify it into law, you know? Yeah. Not going to, not going to make sure it's legal federally because we, we can't. So. But that's, that's kind of what that all is. It's just, it's distraction from possibly the real news that people should be talking about. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So I guess we finally move on to video games. Yeah. So who you want to go first? Should I go first I can, or you first? I can kick it off because I just played a little okay. bit of these. Uh, Agent 64 Spies Never Die. This was part of the Games Fest demos that were on Steam. It is the Golden Eye alike, and it is very much that. It is very much a Golden Eye esque first person shooter. Everybody looks like up-resed versions of Nintendo 64 models in very kind of bland N64-looking environments. But they look all right. I mean, they've got higher-resolution textures. It's not all blurry like an old Nintendo 64 game. And it it was fun. It was, it was a nice little, like, harken back to the old days. 
but also it's not something that I feel like I would really stick with to the end. It was a fun little demo, but if you presented me with the entire game, I highly doubt that I would, I would spend too much time with it. I, uh, I played through it twice because I died the first time and then the second time I got a lot further and I'm trying to think if I died or if I was just like okay I think I'm done with what I'm what I'm doing here um so yeah it was fine I I know I talked about uh when we brought it up last time that that podcast I had heard or somebody talking about it it said you know the controls were a little wonky they definitely i was playing with the mouse and keyboard but they definitely do the thing where if you want to do like precision aiming you hold down the button and in this case i think it was the right mouse button you hold that down and then it does the thing where you're like you would be using the main stick of the n64 controller to then like pinpoint your your shot i thought that stuff worked fine on mouse and keyboard i didn't need it most of the time but if i wanted to just go for like headshots, which I I did a little bit once I realized, Oh, I can just do that and pop these guys off in one hit. You know, I can sneak around a little more effectively. Um, so I thought that worked fine. I've got some video of that. I got to get my computer back together to send that to you. Um, and, and, but yeah, that was fine. It was fine. Uh, I also played Koa and the five pirates of Mara, which is like a 3d platformer. Um, and that this too was, was fine. It seems like, uh, maybe geared towards a younger demographic, uh, kind of kitty, kind of cutesy. Um, there was something about the, the movement speed that I didn't necessarily like. It was very much like you're either going too slow or too fast, but I think overall it was okay. The jumping maybe was a little, I don't, I don't think it was floaty. Can't remember. There was something like that just didn't quite feel right about it, but I thought the levels themselves were, were kind of clever. It was mostly just get to the exit, but there was also a little bit of collecting stuff in there. And I thought it was all right and nothing to necessarily write home about. There's another game made by the same developer, that I think is like a companion game. It seems like it's basically another 3d platformer and also releasing around the same time. I don't think it was like, this is our old game and this is the new one. Um, I can't remember the name of that one off the top of my head, but I thought that was interesting. That It's like, you guys are just making two of these same exact things right now. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's what I've played so far. I'm hoping once I get my computer put back together that some of those other demos that I downloaded weren't like time limited and I can actually give them a try. There was like a wrestle quest one, which is like a wrestling RPG. Um, and then that, like, uh, the top down barroom fighting one or whatever. I can't remember the name of that one. That one looked interesting too. So I would like to try some more of those demos that I had downloaded out, but those are the ones I played. What have you been playing, Dominic? All right. So I've been playing some Ace Combat 7 because they had some new DLC. And there was... The DLC is only skins, though. Um, not skins, but new planes and skins. Uh, it's from Top Gun Maverick. Mm, like, I didn't even know sense. this was happening. Yeah. I just, just saw it somewhere, and I was like, oh, 
let me go um buy this. It's like twenty dollars. Um, I don't really think it's worth it, but whatever. I haven't played <laughs> Ace Combat in a while. I didn't even finish the game. Yeah. But I forgot when I when I played it, I forgot how much fun I had with this game. Like I think I stopped playing because another game came out or something. So I just stopped playing it. But this game is just so much fun. Mm-hmm. And like I'm not really big on playing games, but because they made the controls so easy to learn with Ace Combat, and I, I think I even played an older Ace Combat. I think I want to say it was either three or four that came on the PS2. The first one that ever came on PS2. There was a demo for it, and I played it, and I was like, "Oh man, this is actually easy, easy to control." Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I back then I had to really choose wisely what to buy because I didn't have no money, um, so I had to ask my parents to buy it. So I was like, uh, "I'm not going to ask them about this." <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it's it's fun, and, and like the graphics look so good. I mean, like just it looks somewhat realistic, and not not as good as like Microsoft Flight Simulator, but mm-hmm. good enough, man. And I like how when you shoot your missiles, the camera can follow it. If you hold the B button, the B button is where you used to shoot. If you use an Xbox controller, I guess it's a, a what a circle button on the um, on the what should we call it controller yeah. um, on the, the PlayStation controller. And um, so in it will follow the uh, missile at the camera into your target, and you see it blow up. That looks pretty cool. Um, doing that, I like doing that, and. Then you got the different type of missiles like you can switch up before you go out to battle um like since i know there's gonna be a lot of ground troops uh one of my missiles like I, one of my special missiles you can pick um it's like a, just a ground surface to ground um missile so it kind of do a dip down so i was like oh so yeah i'm definitely gonna get this because since i got a lot of ground units now because you you'll know what kind of units you'll be fighting beforehand because you know intel right so you can tell like what you can um see you what you should equip with your plane but yeah but the maverick stuff like yeah it looks like the uh the planes that's in a movie i think they even have the old one um there too and it looks nice i think it says like top gun and the skins i haven't messed with yet though but you were saying you were looking at some of them and the skins are of the what the actual actors or stuff? No, nah, just like, like the different what? planes of the actors. Like they've got the Iceman paint scheme and the okay, yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. That's all it is. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and so yeah, man, it's yeah. I'll probably try that out too. I might get see where I can get some of those skins on. But yeah, the game is it's fun. Like I still, I still really enjoy it. Like I think people who think they didn't really like fights flight simulators. <laughs> They will enjoy this because it's not really a simulation. Right. It's, it's a little more, more arcadey. Nice. Yeah. How is it um, versus also, Star Fox? Oh, I like it better than Star Fox. No. Yeah, but but <laughs> but then again, it's realistic yeah. though. Um like I think it's better for me to well Star Fox. Well, no, uh, I like Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron better than Star Fox. Mm. Star Fox is okay, it's fun, but there's only what one Star Fox I was gonna game say, I like. The, that's, that's the, the sad thing, one. right? Is yeah, there's one. Yeah, there's one quote unquote good Star Fox game. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really like the um the, the Super Nintendo one because it looked weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even for even for back then. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the um, yeah, but World Squadron, um, it's just different. Like I, I sort of like this better because. It just feels real. Um, while the Star Wars ones, I mean, now I can't compare it to the, the most recent one, um, but to the other ones, I mean, they're fun. Like it's fun, and it's like I'm hey, I live in the movie, 
Um, but the controls weren't super easy for me with those. I got used to them. Mm. But something about these controls that it, I really could gravitate to these a whole lot more than the Star Wars um, flight games I played. Even though I like them, they were my best. And like this one, I think, um, controls-wise, control-wise is better, I should say. Like that. But anyway, um, the next game I played, um, this is not the real title. And I, now I have to find out what the <laughs> freaking title is. Because it's such a long, weird title. It's, the, it's a tower defense game that's on the Oculus that I've talked about before. And I forgot the name of it. Um, I'm about to look it up. I know it's something Tune Head in there or something Head. Um, cartoon Tune Head VR. Maybe Google will figure it out for Captain me. Yes, he did. Head versus uh, yeah, the Captain Tune Head from Outer Space. Yeah, from Outer Space. Yes. And I don't know why they. That's a fucking weird title. But, <laughs> but that's like, it's very kiddish, you know, like almost like 90s cartoon type, type of thing mm. they're going for, vibes they're going for here. And, um, it's a tower defense game, and you're trying to protect these little cube things um, from this other guy because he he collects these cubes to use it to power up his empire and shit like that. So now I finally got to a part where you can I can level up my towers because I got I had three t- different type of towers right now: um, regular missile tower, then you have the freeze tower, which freezes the enemies slowly so you can shoot them, mm-hmm. and then you have a bomb tower which this like throws these big pig looking bombs and just blows up um the enemies so far i've seen is just regular foot soldiers and then you have like i told you chickens before and then sometimes a big boss comes which is a um a trinosaurus rex will come at like the end or and the stage i played recently it came in a like the the middle somewhat, not the end. It came in the middle, but it came, another one came in later on. Mm-hmm. I think it was like two of them. But, um, yeah, so I'm still at the beginning stages of getting new items and things of that nature. Because I just picked something else new too, but I haven't tried it out yet uh, to add to my towers. But, yeah, so it's it's fun. I mean, it's okay. It has its problems. Like I, like I said, I don't like that I have my mobility. It's kind of limited to where my tower is, so I can't Will they move around to shoot? But I, mean, I think that's what the intention is to because it'd be a probably a whole lot easier. The game would be a whole lot easier if I could. So I, I sort of understand why. And yeah, it's it's alright. It's fun. Like it's a fun game. Um I I, I enjoy playing. And it's really I mean, it's a game that I could see people giving it maybe a seven to, and I would be like, yeah, it's definitely that. But I, I like playing it. Um what else have I played? I played some a game called Mother Gunship Forge. This is a new game that came out. It's where you play um, as I don't know what you are. I mean, I don't use some type of mech, I guess, and mech soldier. But you can actually gain um, you gain like these items as you move to each stage. It's almost like a roguelike type of game. Um, I think when you die, you start from us. You start from the beginning, but I think it's—I don't know if it's the same because I didn't try it. I didn't play it again. It could be just random. The stages could be random. I'm not sure, but because I died at the boss. But as you can move to each stage, you collect um, some items. You get to choose what you want. You can either choose like, hey, you want to add to your gun. Now, you start off with just fists. Then as you go on in the beginning, you'll get a gun, 
And then the big thing is, was the big draw to the game is that you can forge your own gun. Like you could add connecting parts to your gun to make it stronger, more powerful, or whatever as you move on through the um, different stages. So you can have like a crazy arm gun or maybe two because you got to... Um, uh, your other arm can also be attachments, but I haven't gotten that far to get another gun yet. Mm. Like, I just played the very beginning of it. I did record some of it. Um, but, yeah, it seems fun. It seems pretty fun. I mean, my gun kind of sucks now, though. Like, I'm still not understanding how the powers work, because sometimes, like, it seems powerful initially. I guess I run out of the um, the special liquid that I put into my gun. I guess, I, th- I think it disappears, and then it becomes, like, this a normal gun. And I think after each stage, you um, you refill. I'm also doing a stage. You can get these power ups also. Like you see them if you shoot them, you collect them, and then you use it against the enemies. And the enemies are so far look like these dog robots come at you. Then there's these turrets that just appear, and yeah, you just try to. You can dodge them, dodge the missiles that's coming at you, and everything. You can, the dogs, you can just punch them if you don't want to shoot them. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Yeah, but you're also locked into a certain area. You can't just move around the whole stage. Mm. Like they give you, they show you where you can, how much you can move. So you can't, yeah. So you have to just stay in this area, but um, keep dodging the missiles as they come at you. It's it's all right so far. When I play it, it's all right. I do want to play some more of the game. I also play some more Swarm. That was the game where it's like you're almost like Spider Man, but you're using these wires to mm-hmm. swing on these platforms and they're shooting these freaking ships like. Like um, asteroids or something like that, like the game, old game asteroids. It's a bunch of ships that's coming at you, stuff, but in three D and everything. Um, that's fun to play. Also, uh, I'm gonna play some more Trails of Cold Steel. Still playing some more of that. And um, like I said, I think I believe I said this last week that I'm finally got the main character, so I'm finally um, controlling him. And still meet some new characters. Um, like keep seeing some old friends coming up. Even some old friends are becoming enemies too. So that's um like a lot of plot twists and old enemies are becoming friends. Like it's it's really getting um crazy um there, but still enjoy the game. And I play some more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um Shredder's Revenge. Nice. I um I don't know how many stages it is. I don't know if it's just ten stages, but I know I went to seven. It's the highest I've been. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing playing with Randos too, um, having fun with that. Um I also play some more Black Back from Blood. Um, cause I just felt like playing a shooter, mm-hmm. like, cause I just like, I haven't played a shooter in a while and I just felt like shooting something. So I said, I played some back from blood and then I had some cheats for it, which you could play use on offline. So I was just doing that, just fucking around and just killing zombies and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, just play a little bit of that. And then I played some more zero escape. I went back to that. Finally, the, um, the nine, the nine, nine, nine zero escape game, which is kind of like Danga Ropa and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, you're trying to. Somebody's trying to kill you, but just playing the game with you, shit like that, like Saul. So I mean, I'm actually close to the end on this. So maybe I might finish this week if I go back to it. I don't know. Um, but I'm having a good time with it. I like the puzzles and I like the story, how it goes. But it's different endings. And it seems like I think I'm on a good ending. At least I hope I am. I mean, it seems like everything's going okay. So I hope I got the good ending. Um, but yeah. So that's basically all I played um, this week. It's some of last week because I forgot some of these games I didn't <laughs> mention. But um, okay, so I guess we take a quick break. When we get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. And then we're flashbacking to 2012. 
Um, I think it's the last week, right? Before yeah. July? Yep. By the next time we record, it's going to oh, be sh- July. Damn, sure enough is. And actually, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the podcast next week. I got to see, because uh, I am going somewhere, but I will have my computer with me. Um, so I don't, I might still can do the podcast, Okay, but we'll see. We'll see if it happens or not. Um, so what we got here, we got, um, I don't want to talk about this one. <laughs> Let's talk about this one. Um, Quantum Conundrum yeah. on the windows came out. Um, I know this came with the consoles too. Mm. I just don't know when. And yeah, they came out later on the consoles. Yeah. They came out in July in the console. So this is the first time. Quantum Conundrum came out. It is a actually is published by Square Enix. Um oh, developed by really realized that. Air, yeah, Airtight Games. It's a puzzle platformer where you play as a look like a professor, maybe? Or are you playing as the kid in the background here? I don't know. What what yeah, you're playing as the twelve year old nephew, I think. Um yeah, the silent uh player protagonist, the twelve year old nephew of the brilliant but peculiar Professor Fitz. Quad Ranger, um, <laughs> Quad Ranger. But it says voiced by John D. Lancey. Is, is that he, name what, sounds familiar. He talks for other things. He was in Breaking Bad. I know that. Um, he's an actor. He's played in things. He was in Star Trek: Picard. Yeah, I recognize his face. Um, anyway, um, he is set to stay with Quad Ranger, who is unprepared for his arrival as he is. Pres- Presently working on experiment. Experiment goes Ari, causing Quad Ranger to become trapped in a pocket dimension with the loss of memory and what went wrong before, but be able to watch and communicate to the protagonist. Um, the results of the experiment leaves portions of the Quad Ranger's mansion in flux between four dimensions with altered properties. And I guess the gameplay is... I don't know what the gameplay is. So you're in a first-person perspective. I never played this before. Yeah. Have you played this? Yeah, it was... So it was It was designed by Kim Swift, who is one of the women who worked on the original Portal and kind of came from that team. Okay. And it's similar to that. It's, it's basically first-person puzzle solving, but instead of using Portals, what it was was basically you could change the matter of something. So you could turn, like a safe into a thing that weighs as much as a balloon or a balloon into something that weighs as much as a safe. So you were kind of playing with that to solve puzzles and get around the environments. It was a little more cartoony than, than portal was with its very like stark lab design. And it's, you know, comedy coming from like sarcasm coming from uh what's her name. So I, I thought it was really cool. I never got, through it i uh, wanted to because i liked the vibe of it but i just you know another one of those games that fell to the wayside for me but it seemed really cool oh okay all right so what else we got here we got what is this one through the yes um slinter link well by nikolai <laughs> i don't know what this is it's a Japanese, it made by Jap- it is a Japanese game. Uh, I don't know because the wiki page is not really doing much for me. Is it? Uh, it just took me to the yeah. It took me to the corporation that made this game. I don't it is know a what the hell. Puzzle it is. in which you connect dots with a line. 
Oh, okay. And it's a game based around that, apparently. Oh, you break it, you broke up there. What'd you say? I was just saying it's basically a game based around that. The idea that you oh, okay. got this. Basically, is it a, like, like is it a digital game or is you could buy it like the actual cost? I think it's a digital three, only yes. one. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those kinds of things. But it's basically like this, All right. this board of pegs, and you're trying to connect these lines around it to complete the puzzle. Okay. All right. A uh, big one came out um, 10 years ago. Pokemon Black and White 2 came out in Japan. Oh, man. So the, on for the Nintendo DS. Like, the 3DS came out, but they were still had DS games. They probably always already had this plan, or they were like, uh, we don't feel like doing anything with the DS. <laughs> we don't feel like putting extra put work this into out. this. This is the first sequel to a Pokemon game that's actually like a continuing the story kind of thing I don't even remember what the story of Pokemon Black and White was was it catch them all and then two was like there's more now so you gotta catch them as well yeah, I, that, so that's what it was. It just added more. I I have no idea, honestly. Like, I think story? this is definitely like, around the time. I, I think Black and White Two might be the first like Pokemon game I didn't buy. That you break it up on my end, like, a, like I can a season hear I? every other word. Oh, um, let me see if my internet's being wonky or something. I'm on the okay. You yeah. sound good now. Okay, maybe I was just getting too far from the mic. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I think I was saying, I think that's, this might be the first like generation of Pokemon game where I didn't buy one cause I bought black and white, but I don't think I ever did anything with two. Oh, you got black and white. I never heard you talk about it. Yeah. I think it might've been, I think that might've been like later after the fact too. Cause I, I think I bought that from Gamefly. It wasn't like a, I'm buying this immediately purchase type thing. Oh, okay. And I probably didn't right. think I so put much that, time into it. Sorry. All right. So now we're moving on to Penny Arcade Adventures, Episode 3. This is, I believe this is the last one. And I think this one took a while to come, I think, because they were stuck on 2 mm-hmm. for a while. And nobody knew it was going to come out. Uh, I'm trying to see, maybe get... Like some background on this or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right because um, this is the one that's like actually 3D, whereas the previous ones were like kind of 8 bit art. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so this, well, actually, it goes to Penny or Cray episode three to four. So there was a fourth one, but oh. I'm guessing did it come out the same? Did it just combine these two? Wait a minute. It says the third episode was released June 25th. And subsequently, um, Zeo Boy announced that they were working on episode four, which was released June 6, 2013. Okay. So, so next year. year. Yeah. So there's a fourth one. I didn't even know there was a fourth one. So they did finish it. Okay. Um, I always said I want to play this, but I never did. Yeah. So I think I said I was going to wait till all of them come out or something. And then it just took a while. And I just like, whatever. Because the first one came out in 08. Mm. <laughs> so, so that was... Um, some years um till they got yeah to to, to the third one yeah because i was just thinking because yeah because the first one came out when the second one come out um in 2008 also it, october oh oh so see see and i think that's why because they kept came out within the same year yeah. you're just thinking like three is gonna come out and then four later years too, later or, or something <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. All right. As so, much as I like Penny Arcade, uh, I, I this is the stuff that I didn't actually. I was never interested in from them when they did like the the stories of them in old timey times. So game was <laughs> old timey like, times. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, eh. You just like them making fun of games, right? Exactly. Give me a solid joke <laughs> yeah, about pre- how the Xbox controller is the size of a bear, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Do they still do the comics? I think they do. I can't remember the last time I went there. It might have been like as as recently as last year. But it was like they would do the comics every other day, and then they had other artists do them. You know, it it was kind of like that. It was like spread out. It wasn't every day anymore. Latest comics, new strips, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Oh, okay. And they still control like Penny Arcade, the packs, right? I don't. Are they still? Be- I don't know if they like completely sold to Read Pop. They are. They do have a link to packs on their website, though. But I thought at one point they were like, "Okay, we're we're just you know we don't want to be involved in this anymore," or it might have just been one of the guys. I can't remember. All right. So we're moving on to The Amazing Spider-Man because that movie came out 10 years ago yeah. and the games came out for almost everything. Um, I don't see PC up here, though. Maybe it came on PC later. I don't know. Um, you got DS, PS3, Xbox 360, Wii, and 3DS. I don't know what this game looks like. Like, I haven't even seen gameplay footage of this. Does it even look decent? I've... Good question. <laughs> I'm thinking it's probably the quality of a uh, a licensed game in 2012. I mean, it was made by Beanox, who were the guys making those Spider-Man games around that time anyway. So I'm sure it was fine on the lower level of good. I'm about to look at this. See, somebody got the full game up here. Yeah, it looks... Yeah, Acceptable. it's not the best quality, <laughs> but it, it's all right. It's yeah. acceptable. Yeah, it's definitely acceptable. And it did it did come on PC. I um, just don't know when the date because this is the PC version I'm looking at because it looks very good. Because I'm like, I don't think this is a 360. <laughs> Somebody's upres well, this. Yeah. All right. So what we got next? We got Just Dance, the best of Just Dance. We got the oh, best man. songs up here, man. How could so, they have the uh, best of? They're still releasing those games. They need the best <laughs> of the best two. Of for that time? It's probably the best of two. Yeah, it's probably it is the best of two. You got Rihanna, Only Girl, and you got B.O.B. Sure. Yeah, I remember B.O.B. Uh, Haley Williams. Uh, I can't see yep. where she's Airplanes and Night Sky and Shooting Stars. Yep. Know that song. Oh, uh, try to see the other top song. So I got Barbie Girl, Body Moving, Fat Boy Slim. All Remix, right. Um, Cosmic Girl, Crazy in Love, Beyonce and Jay Z. Yep. Um, you got Fame, uh, and you got Firework from Katy Perry. Katie Perry. Of you got Hot and Cold from Katy Perry. Oh my hand. You got Katie Hey Perry, Ya, Outcast. Of course. Yeah, man, I got some good songs up here. And who let the dogs out, man? I was <laughs> oh the boy, best, I mean, you gotta song. include it in the best. Song. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Elvis Presley too. Viva Las Vegas. Oh wow, uh, yeah, the movie coming out soon. Right? Yeah, I think it's out now. Yeah. Okay, how was it rated? 
Um, I have not seen anything about it. Let's say Elvis reviews. Elvis. Uh, seventy nine on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad. Okay. All right. So what we have here? We got London twenty twelve. Uh, it's all for the Windows, PS3, Xbox 360. Uh, this ain't the good game. The good game is Mario and Sonic <laughs> London yeah. games. Um, this is just the basic London games. So there you go. Oh, what we got on PlayStation Network? We got the Umbrella Chronicles from Resident Evil. Came okay. out on the PlayStation Network. It already came on the Wii for years ago. Because uh, me and my friend played that. I think it originally came on um, the Wii. Oh, that's uh, the shooty one, is. right? Yeah, 2007. Yeah, me and my friend played this. It is... Good and horrible. I mean, it's fun playing with him, yeah. but it was horrible because if you mess up one time, like just a little bit, bam, game over. You got to keep starting over again. Rough. And it pisses up. It pissed us off because they'd be like, yo, we are doing it right. And it's like, uh, it's like, we really didn't do nothing wrong. It's just the game just fucked up. All right. So we got another big game. Here's a huge game that came out on um, Spec Opsalon. Heck yeah. It's one of those underrated games that got. Then it was like slowly, it was like under the radar at first, but then it became big. Yeah, it's like, like a cult it was just like a sleeper. almost now. Yeah, because like nobody really expected this game to be as good as it did. And I played it, it was all right, third person shooter, even though I felt like it should have been multiplayer, at least like little co op. Yeah, but because you seem like you was always with three characters, except for one point in the game where you did separate. Yeah, but during the game, you was with two other characters and. It was an alright game. It had that story that was just like um, what's that movie called? Ah, shit. I know. Apocalypse Now. Yep. Yes. That's it. Apocalypse Thank Now. You. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Uh, uh, kind of um, war, but psych psychedelic shit mm-hmm. like um, fucking happening hallucinations and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. Um, I didn't f- never finish it. That's a game I always said I was going back to finish and never did. I did enjoy what I played of it though. Yeah, it was it was really it was really an interesting experience because it definitely goes some places. Yeah, and I like the sand, like the whole because you're in Dubai when it was like a sandstorm mm-hmm. that hit, and that was kind of cool too. Again, these places like all full like flooded with sand and everything. Yeah. I know Anakin Skywalker would just hate it. He uh, would just go yes. crazy in there if he was in there. It's like, oh my god, the sand. <laughs> I hate the sand. That's what turned him into Darth Vader. It was the yep. sand. <laughs> See, kids don't have All sex right. on sand. <laughs> okay, so what else we have here? We got Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Future Soldier came out. And this is the one I always forget about. It came on Windows. I didn't believe it came out earlier on the other. Yeah, it came out on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. May 22nd. I don't remember mentioning it. If I did, I totally forgot. But this is the one I always forget about. I always forget about this game. Um, I mean, it got a 78 on... That's game rankings. Never mind. I don't really like saying game rankings. I don't have to. <laughs> um, Metacritic. It got 79. It got 79 on 360 and PS3. And 71 on PC. So, I mean, it's not uh, like a horrible game or anything. But it just wasn't talked about a lot. I mean, compared to the last Ghost Recons that, like, the early Ghost Recons on 360, mm. which were really, like, What was that huge. called? Future Warfare uh, or something? What? The one I'm, to- I'm talking about now? Yeah. No, the one that's, the like, the first one on the 360. Um, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. No, not not Future Warfare. Um, 
I forget. You had the games. I know. That's um Advanced Warfighter. Yeah, I think it's that. Yeah, yeah Advanced yeah. Warfighter. Yeah. But I think this is the last one before it went to Wildlands, right? That's that checks out. It seems like I think it is. Right. I think because was there one in between that didn't happen, or or was that um Rainbow Six? Well, Rainbow something didn't Six happen. One. one of these things didn't happen. <laughs> What'd you say? I was just laughing, yeah, because I can't remember if it was if it was just Rainbow Six or if there was also another one of these games that didn't make it out. Yeah. All right. So last but not oh maybe least I have no idea. Um, <laughs> Unchained Blades came out on PSP. It was also a 3DS game too. Uh, it came out on PSP first though. It didn't come out on 3DS till the next following year. Mm-hmm. It is a look like a JRPG uh, from the looks of it, and it got a 61 on Metacritic for PSP. Um, so not that great, but not horrible. Probably horrible for me though. <laughs> maybe yeah, it's that low. Um, the game is played as a dungeon crawler role playing game, similar to Widget, Wizardry. Um, I guess that's another RPG, RPG or something like that. But yeah, I look like anime people in here, so there you go. <laughs> All right, so now we're going back twenty years to two thousand two, yeah, and we got Eternal Darkness. It's been twenty years since this game came out. Uh, I just remember people making a big deal about it, saying it was a, a pretty good game. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know because I never played it. Yeah. But I was heard say, "Hey, GameCube, say, hey, Dan, this is a pretty good spooky game." There's GameCube. a lot of mind blah, blah, blah. fuckery in that game. Yeah. Um. So did you did you complete it? I did not complete it. No. Um. But it was cool. It, it it was what I wanted around that time, which was like Resident Evil, but with melee combat instead of guns. And they gave you a lot of that. Basically, you were like different ancestors. You would go through their times and you would be, you know, like a guy during the Crusades or something like that or a, a monk in a different era. Um and it would do some wacky shit like, oh, no, it looks like my TV turned off or it turned to the different RF channel because that was oh, a okay. thing that you used to do back in the day. Um, basically be like, oh, it switched to HDMI 2 now or something like that. Um, it's a lot of stuff that I feel like probably wouldn't hit in the same way on modern consoles, uh, you know, maybe on the PC. Cause I feel like undertale kind of does that stuff where it's like looking through your files and can reference that, but it's very much like that kind of hokey, you know, metal gear solid where psycho mantis is reading your memory card type yeah. stuff. You know, it was doing stuff like that. Um, it, unfortunately that game was made by, um, uh, what are those guys? Silicon Knights. Silicon Knights. So yeah. I don't know that we're ever going to see anything, even a remaster or a remake or anything like that from from this game. I wonder how much soon. Seguro Miyamoto did with this game. Because he's as, as a producer. It seems like one of those things that they put his name on because it came out of Nintendo, but he would also be extremely mad about that game in general. <laughs> it's like where are the colors why can't exactly. i stomp on a turtle's head and take lsd like what's going on all right 
what else we have here? We got MLB Slugfest um, 2003. What do they call it? Like 20. Yeah, 2003, I think it was. Yeah. yeah and um, it's like uh, basically uh, arcadey Major League Baseball. Game. Yeah, it was like Blitz, but with baseball. Yeah, you could throw your bat at people. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I have, I have no idea. How do I think you could definitely um, like run through people at the bag or something. That's about like the that. yeah, yeah, running the base pass or something like that. Take out you the can third give them base a, like, coach. You can go ahead and do like uh, um when you run to him, you can do a rock bottom one or something <laughs> like that, like on the catcher in the home plate. Ah, see, <laughs> well, drop the ball. I'm safe. Or, or he could do the rock bottom, or do like a or you, or do like a stunner <laughs> one or something like that. <laughs> Say nope. He's a he ain't safe. Um. Also, Red Car 2003, which I guess is the soccer version of yep. Blitz um, out there. And, man, I did not know this even existed. I did not remember that being a thing either. <laughs> I was actually surprised that it said it came out in the United States. Because I wouldn't be entirely shocked if it came out somewhere else. But I was like, oh, okay. Also, we have F1... 2002 came out for the GameCube, which, you know, is the F1 series um, yep. racing. Um, that really isn't my thing, I, even though I think I'll probably, if I was going to watch racing, I probably, maybe I'll watch that more. Mm-hmm. Just because it seemed like it's just so, it's so different. Yeah. And like, you're just so close to the pavement. Um, That's scary shit. <laughs> and those tight turns. And those tight turns, too. Like, just, yeah. Um, also, uh, what, what do we got here? Wizards of the coast uh released the magic the gathering online a massive multiplayer online version of their claim collectible cards game so now you can play those cards games online you don't have to use the physical cards and they it's still, still going to. today yep that <laughs> i guess i would say that's the incredible thing but i feel like the level of like work that probably has to go into keeping that updated is relatively minimal outside of probably adding new cards i would imagine and you're, exactly. you're doing all that artwork for the actual cards anyway, and you're probably doing that on the computer. So, like, how much extra work is it to throw more cards into that game? Yeah, the game is pretty basic. Like, it's not like a whole bunch of animations yeah. like, oh, the, the dragon pops up and now it's blowing fire or the guys put up a shield or something, whatever. Plus, with as popular as Magic the Gathering is and seemingly continues to be, like... Yeah, you probably got a pretty solid built-in audience there, the people wanting to play that thing. Oh, yeah. What do we have here? We got Ariel the Arrow the Acrobat. Yeah. And I, wait a minute, he's, wasn't he on like a Genesis or something? He was, yeah, or, he, I don't know, I don't know specifically about the Genesis. I want to say he was probably on there, but I had him on Super Nintendo. I think I got that cartridge at like a flea, flea market one year. And at the time when I was a kid, I definitely like couldn't make it past like the halfway point of that game. Um, I, I wonder, I think I still have that cartridge around here somewhere. I wonder if I could actually beat that game or I could get this Game Boy Advance version that they release. Yeah, it's the Game Boy Advance version of the game. So is it exactly like the old game that was on Super Nintendo or is it a new version? Exactly like that old game minus two buttons on the face because... Uh, that's the incredible thing about the Game Boy Advance is like they tried so hard to just be like, yeah, we're releasing all these old Super Nintendo games, but they're going to be less good because you're missing two buttons. Like that was aggravating. 
All right. Um, another um game came out. Like I've seen this game quite a bit. Stuntman. Yeah. And I was kind of interested in it because you play it as a stuntman. It's like, oh, this is nice. You can be crashing and everything. Um, I don't know. Never knew how the game actually played though. Like, did you just try? There was. Uh, did you just do the stunt crashes? I think it's something die? like that. Like basically, they <laughs> set you up on scenarios where it's like, we need you to do this barrel roll off of this ramp, and then you would kind of do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I now I remember what I read because I remember reading about this game, and it seemed yeah, it seemed interesting. Um, I don't know what it got rated or anything. Um, I I, I think I remember Game Four maybe gave it like a maybe a seven. Mm-hmm. I don't think it got a high score. I think, but I don't think it got a terrible score either. Yeah, it's an interesting twist on a driving game. So you're not just racing; you're actually they give you objectives to perform and stuff like that. And I think that's cool. Yeah, it. Um, yeah, seven. It got seventy one on PS two. Yeah, it out. came on the Game of Advance too. Um, got a seventy seven. Oh, Which wow. version is this one? I'm <laughs> that one's better. Oh, uh, no, it's just a PlayStation two version. Yeah, it, it can't. Yeah, there's a game. I didn't know there was a Game of Advance version. I forgot. Yeah, they did come out with a Stuntman Ignition that mm, came out. Oh, um, yeah. It was like 360 years later. Like, yeah, that was definitely. Yeah, that was a 360 PS3. Okay. Um, But also came on PS2. So it must have been like oh, wow. in between. PS2 was still around. Yeah, April. Yeah, 2005. That's why. Mm. Okay. So that's when it first came out. All right. So we got uh, here's the last one. Tetris Worlds came out for the Xbox, and this is just Tetris and its worlds. Yep. Well, I had to <laughs> actually had this game. Well, I don't think I had it. Somebody had this game, and maybe it's my friend. Either my friend had it, or my sister borrowed for somebody because it ended up being here. But I got <laughs> the game Tetris Worlds. I never played it though. Uh-huh. Like I never actually played because I was a. I didn't like Tetris until recently. Yeah. Uh, like, I didn't really care about Tetris. So, that was not my thing. But You know what they say, I, Dominic. You I, become more conservative as you get older, and you also like Tetris more as you get older. <laughs> but the thing is, with Tetris Worlds, what, um, so what was it? What was it different than Tetris? Is this more stages? What, what? I, was it like I think they just give you, yeah, different backgrounds and stuff that <laughs> oh, okay. make it look like you're traveling the world. Gameplay still All looks right. like Tetris. I was about to say, the gameplay, like, how do you really change that? I mean, like, now we see it differently, but I'm thinking, like, what did they do with that one? All right, so that is it for the flashback segment. So I guess we'll take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. And now we're about to do the gaming news. What we got, Dan? All right, Dominic, it's going to be a short and sweet week, I think, uh, following all the Keeley Game Fest stuff over the past couple of weeks. I think we're now in the... The Quiet Times. We did get some more information on a Plague Tale Requiem, though. That game is going to be coming out October 18th, coming to Xbox and PlayStation consoles as well as PC. Oh, they didn't give a, they didn't give a date? No, the, they um, hadn't. Uh, Xbox? Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I looked back at that. I was like, wait a second. Like We just talked about this game. They didn't tell us then. Nope, got to... Got to kick it out a week so it's bigger news that way. Because otherwise, you know, it would have just been part of the conference. We would have been done talking about it. But now here we are, Dominic. We're talking about a Plague Tale Requiem again. There's also a like a 10-minute gameplay video out there that's new. So if you are interested in checking that game's new stealth mechanics out, you can check oh, that yeah. out. Oh, yeah. What about um, Sinua's... Yeah, that's something What's I forgot called? to... Sacrifice? Uh, What's it called? Is that Sacrifice? 
I can't remember what the first game was called and what this one's called, but yeah, <laughs> like I forgot to bring that up last week when we were talking about things that were on the show and were not on the show. Like it's kind of crazy that at one point we thought that was going to be a launch title. And then we thought it was going to be a launch window title. And now here we are a game that theoretically isn't coming out in the next 12 months because you would think they would have had it there if that were the case. So that is crazy. I wonder what happened with that game to make it that long out COVID, I guess, but like extra COVID. I don't, I don't know. It, It really seems crazy that that game was initially something set up for launch and now no one's even really talking about it. You know? Yeah, what is that one All right. called? That's what we got. I'm, I'm sucking on a rope pot right now, so. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Senua's Saga is the second one. Okay. Yes, yeah, Sacrifice was the first one. She sacrificed now, Dominic. Now she's on to her saga. All right, next up, we've got Into the Breach. That's getting an enhanced edition, uh, basically DLC, but it's going to be free. It's going to have new enemies, bosses, missions, weapons, mech squads. This is the puzzle game from the guys who made FTL, uh, basically an isometric uh, tactics-style game where you're a mech trying okay. to take down uh, basically oh, yeah, alien bugs. Oh, you got bugs. this game on the uh, Switch, yep. don't you? yeah. And now it's coming out on phones, but the the particularly interesting thing about that aspect of it is it's coming out June 19th, but it's only going to be available to Netflix subscribers. So if you have a Netflix account, you can download this game, log in and play it for free. No ads, none of that stuff. But if you are not a Netflix subscriber, you cannot play the phone version of this game. Damn, you can't even just buy it? Nope. I need to you to subscribe. that like, you gotta get you locked into us. the you gotta be ecosystem. One with us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of strategy games, mm-hmm. like um, what's it called? Fairlight, Farlight, Farlight, F- FTL. I'll say. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I'm getting confused yeah. with the step with the um the game I'm about to talk about. Um, Starlight, Eternal Starlight is the game. It's a VR game that is almost. It was like a. Mm, I'm gonna say FTL, but it's a strategy game. It's it's someone like FTL. I can say it's a, like FTL. Okay. And you do it. You like you're doing it like that if you're in the VR space and like you're controlling the ships and stuff, telling them what to do. Like you're the god hand, I guess you say. Like and you're. It is so cool how it's done. Like I, I like it. I, I forgot I played this like what two weeks ago. Oh wow. Um, I don't know if I record any of this though. I don't think I did. But it was interesting. Um, playing that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks neat from this video that I'm seeing. Yeah, because I I actually didn't know what to expect. I just knew you were in space, so I was like, oh, let me see what it is. And then when I saw exactly what you did, I was like, oh, this is actually interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's neat. I li- I like how like you said God hand, but it's literally like you pointing at things you want the ships to attack and like moving pieces around the board and stuff like that. Yeah. That's neat. All right, Dominic, next up we've got overwatch two news. Apparently when the beta for that launches in October, that is going to take the spot of overwatch one. There will be no more overwatch one. That's fucking crazy. Uh, Yeah. I mean, we, 
you were joking specifically last week about how, you know, this is basically Overwatch 1.5 or whatever. But at this point, yeah, it's taking the exact spot of Overwatch. And we knew that it was going to be like cross compatible or whatever. But for you just to not have that option anymore, I don't know. Like, it, it feels kind of crazy. Saying, and for the people who said, like, we talk about other games do this, I said, no, they, no, they don't. Other games, they'll go away after a time, but you don't get a new Call of Duty and it just gets away of the old one right away. Yeah. And that, well, actually, the Call of Duty, I think they're still going on. I mean, <laughs> they you know, still but, exist. But, it's just that less people are, fewer yeah. people are playing them. Yeah. So they'll but you're die. literally replacing it. You're making it so that everybody's ecosystem, like their coins and stuff, transfers over. Yeah. Because this ain't going to be like regular loot boxes like it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different. What is it? Like you level up and you get a loot box. Yeah. I thought it was something like that, but you're using like the money to, to buy the things in the shop that you want instead. Like you're getting the money instead of loot boxes. And then you can kind of direct that where you want, which in a way is, is better maybe, but I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But see, but like someone said, you was kind of getting it for, but the way they were doing before, this wasn't great, but you were you had a potential against stuff for free. Yeah, like you had to like the bad thing was buying a loot box because you don't know what the hell was going to be in it. Right. But if you wasn't going to do buy a loot box, you potentially was getting everything for free though. If you just going to just hey, I'm going to keep leveling up and get a new loot box. Yeah. And now, like you said, you're getting I don't know. Yeah, I mean there there definitely Thanks. needs to be a way for me to play the game and get the the skins that I want. Like, give me some form of in game currency, and then let me let me use that currency to buy the specific skin yeah. that I want. Cause I don't want to keep getting freaking stamps. Like I don't fucking care about stamps. I don't care <laughs> yeah, about sprays. Like and, the voice yeah. or the voice stuff, like the lines, like some of the lines. Yeah. But I want skins before lines mm. <laughs> for voice, voice lines. And I want skins for the characters that I'm playing before I want skins for other characters. Yeah, that too. Uh, but yeah, but this is weird that you actually taking away all of it. And I know people can say like, well, it is technically the same game, but you talk about like people pay money. Yeah. That game was a game you bought, technically. Yeah. And you're also so, replacing it with a beta. <laughs> yeah. Like think about that. Yeah, it's not even the, it's not even the full game. Yeah. So it's not like people say, ah, I'm going to wait till they fix this game up some more. I'm going to keep playing Overwatch 1. Yeah. And that's the thing, you right? Or that. like, hey, I like the way Overwatch 1 played. I'm not ready for these changes like what they did with the 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 defensive characters, the big bulky characters. Can't remember what they're called, but like reducing the amount of people on a team to what is it, five now from six? Are they tanks? Yeah, tanks. Like changing what they did with tanks, whatever that was. And and like you could have left that stuff in Overwatch One and then with the transition Overwatch Two made it different, but I guess because of the esports aspects of it and because them wanting to cross it over with two, they decided, you know, we're going to go full in on this and you don't give people those choices anymore. Like you would have thought they learned kind of their lesson from when Warcraft came out, the reforged edition, and they couldn't, they wouldn't let you play the original Warcraft anymore. And it's like, what are you guys doing? Like, come on. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. Like that disc, like somebody said, man, that disc is just an empty disc now. Mm-hmm. So somebody did an argument, like, hey, all online games sometimes turn off, but not right away, dude. Yeah. Like 
you're literally telling people like this year that disc is useless. <laughs> like if you're using a disc for your Xbox or PS4 or whatever, it's literally loose useless now because you're going it's going to be two and that's that game don't exist no more. Yeah. was always useless. It was always getting something from the internet. But it's just the implication of like you actually it's ending like right now like it just so soon like you don't but when part two comes out it doesn't just ends the previous one. Like no other game has done that. There's no other game that's done that. That's done that. It's crazy. Like for people to try to like to justify like it happened say no tell me a game when it just came out the other one was just like they closed it. It's like it's closed off. It doesn't exist mm-hmm. anymore. I mean, even you look at like Among Us, they were talking about making Among Us 2, and then they were like, wait a second, Among Us 1 is very popular right now. Maybe we should just put more resources into this. Yeah, like they ain't gonna do a Fortnite too. <laughs> you Not, say no that, Dom, but. but- I don't know. I think they're just going to do a new world. Oh, but yeah. that's what they do Absolutely. is just change the freaking world. I mean, it's so constantly changing. It seems crazy that they would do such a thing. That would basically be like a Minecraft too, right? Like, Yeah. Unless they were going to fundamentally change, like overhaul everything. But even then. Before like, it was already free to play. Overwatch was never free to play. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Seems Seems crazy to me, Dominic. But that is, you know. Activision Blizzard and the Activision Blizzard that we're currently dealing with. Um, there's also, uh, yeah, there, there's also this story. You sent me the the video of this because I I had seen mention of it, but I didn't see the actual clip of it. I guess Tony Hawk was on a stream with somebody playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. And he basically laid it out that, you know, they were going to work on three and four, but then Vicarious Visions got gobbled up by Blizzard. And then they were trying to find someone else to develop a a new Tony Hawk Pro Skater game, it sounded like, because apparently they didn't trust another company to work on basically three and four. And then none of those pitches, you know, bared any fruit. So they just have moved on from the series and it's like it seems like such an unforced error because like you didn't have to sacrifice vicarious visions the blizzard i mean maybe you did maybe they needed the help and vicarious visions just has like such skilled people that they were like all right we got to do something to get diablo out the door or something but the reality of it is I, they sacrificed the Tony Hawk series to maybe finish Diablo. It sounds like, and and that friggin' sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want to know what happened. Like that they they needed Vicarious Visions. Like what what was going on Diablo side? Like they've been known to be pretty good. At, yeah, you got like, Rob Ferguson over there. Maybe he was the one that made the call. He was like, "I need Vicarious Visions right now." Or why can't you just bring them to help? He's like, yeah, it it's gonna get a hold on, put a hold on whatever they're about to do, but then they go back to it. Right. Yeah, I, I wonder if it's like business side stuff of like, well, if we shut down Vicarious Visions and take like the developers and put them in Blizzard, then we can get rid of like the HR staff at Vicarious Visions or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, some sort of consolidation or something. 
Yeah, get rid of that janitor. We don't have to worry about him anymore. Exactly. He's going to a new building. Yep. We get rid of that building. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's or, that flo- or that floor or that floor in the office or whatever. We don't have to worry about cleaning crew there. Yeah. I do wonder, like, how, how these, like, independent studios work when owned by, you know, like a blizzard or something like that. Is it, do they have uh, their own HR? Do you call a hotline and talk to the blizzard HR and get the answering machine that's full because there are too many calls about body Bobby Kodak or something like that? Yeah. yeah you, you call the orcs, you call the orcs hotlines. <laughs> they help you out there. Uh, they're doing a great job over there. Bang up job orcs. <laughs> Maybe they need to be replaced with some zerglings or something. Yeah, that just freaking sucks, man. Like I, after playing that one and two, like I very much wanted them to do three and four because it just felt. I mean, I thought so perfect. Either it was going to do that or do a new one. Yeah, I thought that was going to happen. I mean, it sounded like it sold well and everything, so I, I really can't help but wonder what the decision now was skate, there. Skate, go and take your. You better get into skate day. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Too, too. Did you try? Did you try skate again? I haven't recently. It's on, it's, no. Oh, yeah. Because it's on uh, cloud. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm getting older, Dominic. One. Maybe all three that, of them. I'm not sure. finger flipping stuff before. I definitely don't feel like I can do it now. It's too late to get into skateboarding. Give me oh, a- I don't. I never played it, so I don't know how different it is from Tony Hawk. Yeah. So what do you do different? You would use, like, the right stick to control the board and stuff like that. Or it was like... um. I'm trying to think of what other game was like that, but it was basically like your right trigger was your right hand and your left trigger was your left hand. And then you had like your your right stick controlled your feet. So like you would have to do like street fighter inputs basically to like make your foot flip a certain way. And then you would use the grab button to grab the board. It was very much like more sim like than Tony Hawk where you just press your button in a direction and you, you do the thing basically. So it, it was always a little too complicated for my liking, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of the news I had for the week Dominic. Did you see anything else we talk about? No, did we, um, I don't think we talked about the Sonic uh, frontier about, um, the developers saying that it's not open world, but open zones. Oh, really? That yeah, might so make I guess it it's worse. more than maybe. So maybe it is more than one. But then, like, why didn't you show? Why didn't you show a, a more one? interesting one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why you show a, a very boring one? But I don't know, man. Like, I have no idea what it is. Oh, did you see that donkey video? The Jeff Keighley Z three yeah. one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, Although I thought it was because he talks about Sonic in that one, right? Yeah, uh, but it was kind of funny because while he was talking about like how slow and boring it was, he actually had some of like the footage where they were going faster, and I thought that was funny. <laughs> he's like, man, if he thinks that's the slow, boring part, let me let me show you the other stuff where he's just walking around. Yeah, Donkey yeah, I funny. don't know what is going on with that Sonic. Um that's all the game. Of course, it's people defending it, and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's not out yet, so we can't. We don't know, but they definitely, in my opinion, at least, showed the worst (laughs) possible portion of that game they could. Yeah, that's about to say. If there is like he said, open zones. Now, 
I don't know what he means. Now, he didn't directly say, like, that means there's more than one. He just said open zones. Whatever. So you can interpret that any way you want. Yeah, are we talking I Mario no 64 then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, okay, if it is what I, I think it should be, where it's different worlds, why even have this fucking world? <laughs> Because this is the one where he kisses <laughs> ladies, Dom. And then why are you sure? And why are you even sure it off? Like, I'm sorry, that's, man. That's my like, thing. Yeah, who, this is definitely like, not who, the who, best who, of the best here. Like, like who like said like, okay, we're gonna use this to show people. This will get people excited for this game. Like, what the fuck do you have? I, like, do 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 the Japanese even have like uh where they test focus out, groups? You know, they do a testing. Yeah, <laughs> focus, focus groups. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sure doesn't seem well, what's like it, it. What's the other word for it, man? Not, not just focus group. Um, I just saw it. On, I saw it on Dilbert because <laughs> he was like, um, <laughs> like uh, it was an episode of Dilbert when because this company was so great, but he said y'all don't have a a place where y'all can like say this idea sucks or this idea is not good, and they say no. Oh, we should get that, and then the, the company went under. Brainstorming. When they got that. Ah, not brainstorm. It was like it's like focus groups, yeah. but it's, it's just another word. I forgot what it was called. Ah. Trying to look up synonyms for it, but I've got this huge grammarly at. Oh, there it is. Who puts the X button in the bottom left corner or something? Yeah, none of these are good. <laughs> Faction cluster cell. No. Yeah, these are definitely not the words we're looking for here. Freak. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know why they chose that. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. Any other news happened? Uh, let me see real quick on Game Informer. There's a new expansion pack um, coming off of Jurassic World Evolutions. Oh, cool. It's new dinosaurs. Um, let's see. Oh, um, did we talk about Bobby Kotick is going to stay for the board of directors for another year? No. They I, I thought day. about putting that on there, but I, I don't know what to say about that at this point. It feels like just what you expect basically like you know the i he's a good man daniel he's a good man Um, i guess he's making the company money because like i would have thought with all the drama like the stock price did go down maybe that would have motivated people to go "Mm, maybe we shouldn't keep this guy around but i guess he's making them enough money that they're they're happy with them or it's you know, shareholders that don't know anything really about that drama and are just like oh sure is probably like if if anything like you sometimes get these stockholder meeting things and it's like this is what the board recommends and I'm sure on that it's like Bobby Kodak in for another year board recommends this <laughs> so they're just like oh, I should oh, just go with the board what about the um oh you want to talk about the Xenoblade Direct oh shit honestly <laughs> I forgot about that because I didn't really have any interest in talking about it but I would have brought it up. Um, yeah. yeah, Nintendo did have a, a direct this week and people are still speculating. We might see another one at the end of the month. That's more like E3 style stuff, but yeah, this one was focused on the Xeno, Xeno stuff. So they also have an expansion pack for the Xenoblade game. That will be $30. Um, so there you go. And the title will be compatible with Amiibos. Of course. Gotta keep the Amiibos going uh, I forgot. I forgot about Amiibos. Honestly, they're like secretly still around and pretty popular. I feel like popular enough that you know Nintendo still puts this stuff in the games and still puts out new ones when when games come out that that could use them. Like I'm pretty sure 
Kirby got Amiibos when it came out. So wouldn't be surprised they, if there um, were more but fire people, <laughs> see, like I guess the internet is upset about this uh, because a lot of people don't like the JRPGs or they're not into this like this or Fire Emblem. Mm. So like Fire Emblem Warriors that just came out and they don't like the new one and they don't like that. Uh, but then you got the people defending it saying like y'all complaining about this. Uh, but like one guy was like, oh, but it has so much more content than all the other games Nintendo has. I'm like, but it's probably content they don't like. I was going to say, but if it's content <laughs> so it doesn't I don't matter. care for, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. Me. Yeah, it don't matter. But then again, that's when I stopped reading it because I was like, these are probably all kids just fussing with each other. <laughs> it's probably all like like high school or middle school kids just fussing with each other. I, I can't believe there's any adults really arguing <laughs> on here. Um, and I'm choosing not to believe it. There you so, go. <laughs> I that's why I was like, oh, I'm taking these guys seriously. This these guys, people don't know what the hell they're talking about. Um, but anyway, but yeah, I I see that's what I'm waiting for the, the new t- Nintendo Direct, which is still coming. Um, Hopefully, I, I, I believe. Yeah, and because I want to see, yeah, I want to see some Zelda. I want to see some um, Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah Bayonetta I mean, there is a rumor forever. out there saying that there's basically going to be a remaster or remake version of Metroid Prime coming to the Switch that should release this year. And that rumor has been going around for a long time. So I, it seems like there's some credibility there, but I I want to see it if that's the case. I want to see Nintendo say they're going to release their games on PC. That's all. <laughs> they already do, Dominic. Let me tell, tell you about Yuzu or whatever that thing's called. It's Yuzu and it's um, re so something begins with R. Okay, Retendo. Rejumi, re re Rejumi, why me? I don't know. Okay, that I think that came up before Yuzu, mm. or it came out after. I don't know. Forget, I forget. Um, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. That's all I got. All right, Dominic. We'll get into new releases here. We got Fall Guys that's now out on the Nintendo Switch. PS5, yes, Xbox One, and, and Xbox Series. Getting a surge in popularity. We were talking about yeah. how, like, man, it's been quiet. And now it's... what free-to-play does for you, surge back up there. It's the time. Yeah. I want to throw that on my Switch, just see how it runs and get a few games in. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get the itch again. Now that's free. It's nothing stopping me. So, it should be all right. We also got the Shadowrun Trilogy. That's now out on the Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, it's Xbox Game Pass, One. too, right? I, th- I saw Shadowrun yes. games. Yes, I did. Because when we were talking about the turtles being on the streaming, I saw it on there. Is that... Have you played any of those? I can't remember if you talked about playing any no. of them. No. Okay. No, never played them. It seems like something you would be into, though, right? It's like the RPG kind of tactical RPG. But yeah. With the... Uh, because what's the, what's the other one? Disco Elysium? It seems kind of like Yeah, those. Disco Elysium. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to... I just never... I was, excuse me, into some other stuff. Yeah. And then there was a point where it was like, I'll wait for the voice acting stuff. And then, of course, more stuff came (laughs) came along. So, yeah. All right. We got that. We got Wreckfest. That's now on on the Nintendo Switch. That's that, like, kind of like Stuntman. We were talking about that, you know, kind of bang up car game. Okay, yeah. So we got that. We got Naraka Blade. Yeah, Woman Drivers. That's what it's about. Oh, Woman Drivers. (laughs) Yeah. Edgy today, Dominic. Edgy. 
Uh, we got Naraka Gunblade. That's we saw that at the Nintendo. I the played Nintendo that because I forgot what it was. I like knew it was something we saw. Yeah, this is the um the like the Fortnite kind of game, right? Fortnite like, with melee ninjas. Yeah, yeah. Because I start out playing it, mm-hmm. and it's the tutorial, and I was thinking a single player game, but then like the controls was wonky. Like the camera is just too loose. Oh weird. I said, I How do you fix this? It's like the it's just so like. Using the right stick for the camera is just so loose. It's so quick. It's like I need to make it so it's um, a little uh, tighter. Mm. Uh, but I never got to the option menu because it, it just forced me to be there. And I was like, why is this game won't pause? And then I remember like, oh, this must be that uh, Battle Royale type of game. And they're just teaching me because it seemed like it's going through a story at first. But mm. then I guess then they said, hey, play online. I was like, oh, no, I ain't doing this. <laughs> I ain't playing this. And especially with the camera like that, man. Fuck this game. Yeah. Like, uh, Unless they can make it that camera tighter, I, I that was not into that. Interesting. All right, we got Blade Runner Enhanced Edition for the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. This I've been seeing that. So what enhanced? There was another. Blade yeah, Runner? so it's an old point-and-click Blade Runner game, and this is uh, a gussied-up version. It's not like spectacular-looking. It's just cleaned up from those old-style graphics. Is it based off the 1997 one? Uh, let's see what year this is from. Yes, 1997. Okay. Yep, from Virgin Interactive. That is not... Um, no, it's not Deckard. Harrison Ford on the front no. of here. <laughs> no, and it's not even... He plays a different character. He's Roy, oh, okay. Ray McCoy, but he does the same thing. He's Ryan Gosling. That's Ryan Gosling before <laughs> he even knew he was going to be in the movie. Yes. Yeah. All right, we also have Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes out on the Nintendo Switch. So, you know, another Warriors Fire Emblem game. I'm sure there are people angry that they're getting Fire Emblem games instead of something else. And they're also, and then you have Fire Emblem fans who are angry that it's a Warriors game instead of a proper Fire Emblem game. <laughs> so, she was just like, come on, man. It's just like, I don't know. Internet gasoline down and just making everybody angry. Except people who are like, like I just want to play Warriors games. That's what smack them all. <laughs> all right, we also have Capcom Fighting Collection out on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox Way One. Way too high price. What, 40 bones? Yeah, nah. yeah, and I think after talking about it last week and talking about it a little bit more today, like I think I'm leaning towards that arcade collection because it's got the Dark Stalkers games that I want. And I don't think it has like the training and the online modes that this has, but the training mode, I might miss a little bit, but the online stuff I'm not going to miss. And that arcade thing has rewind. Whereas this only has like save points. And that, that just also has a lot more games for 40 bucks instead of just these fighting games. So I I'm leaning towards that, you know, it's a month away, but I, I've waited this long. I think I can play. I can wait another month to play Darkstalkers again after having I not can't played wait. for. I have to years. get it now. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I mean, by then I probably won't even end up picking that one up. But who knows? And then Dominic, we've got Sonic Origins Collection out on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. And well, probably one of the worst Sonic collections. Like, how many games you get with this? Uh, I think it's like four or five. 
Yeah. Depending on how you I mean, count the I think Sonic by now they should be getting like all the Game Gear games too and everything. Yeah, they really should be. I I am shocked that you don't you know, you should get every I mean shit at this point. You could give away Sonic Adventures. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. Or at least have it like the Sucky um collection. So it would start with Sonic Adventures <laughs> and, and all the three ones. There you go. Uh, oh boy, yeah. They, all the three D ones. And then I don't think um like this one is to have the save or we won creatures. Yeah, so this. there's there's a lot of stuff going on with this game. Like uh, one of the developers came out and and was saying stuff on Twitter. I've got his post here. Um he says, This is frustrating. I won't lie and say that there weren't issues in what we gave to Sega. But what is in Origins is also not what we turned in. Integration introduced some wild bugs that conventional logic would have one believed were our responsibility. A lot of them aren't. Uh, let's see. Continues on here. If Twitter pulls up a little quicker. Regarding Origins, we were outsiders creating a separate project that was then wrangled into something entirely different. We knew going in that there would be a major time crunch and we worked ourselves into the ground to meet meet it just so we would even be able to be released. Again, I can take responsibility for my and my team's mistakes and there were some, some actual mistakes, some overlooking, some rush jobs and some stuff that we noticed but weren't allowed to correct near the end. It's absolutely not perfect and some of it is just from us. It's complicated. I'm extremely proud of my team and their performance under such pressure, and every one of us is very unhappy about the state of Origins. Even the uh, the Sonic 3 component, we weren't too thrilled about its pre-submission state either, but it was a lot a lot of that was beyond our control. We asked to do some major fixes near submission, but weren't allowed to due to submission and approval rules. We asked about delays ne- delays early and repeatedly, but were told they weren't possible. We offered to come back for post-release fixes and updates. We do not yet know if that's happening. Well, <laughs> I think the fact that he's talking about this right now is maybe going to lean towards the not happening aspect. He goes on for a couple more posts. But it sounds like that game is not exactly what people were hoping for, including the developers. There's also the stuff about, you know, the Michael Jackson music being taken out of it. Um, Finally confirming that Michael Jackson had any involvement in that. That's been rumored for a very long time. But even that was kind of walked back by, you know, one of the guys from from Sonic Team. So they're... there seems like a lot of controversy going on around what should just be a middling Sonic collection. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a damn shame. Still the game, people. Still, I mean, not this game, but <laughs> go, go emulators. Emulators. They're better than that. Still Shit. a better version of this game. And then there were other collections that just had Just go this buy Sonic games. Mania. This, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> But there were other collections before. Yeah. That's what I hate. It's that they've done collections before with more games. And then they come up with this shit. Like, it's just like, dude, man, what the hell is wrong with you? I will smack them too, damn. <laughs> just to smack all those <laughs> Japanese people. Uh, yeah. It's, it's rough out here, Dominic. It's hard to make games, as it turns out. 
It's hard. To, it's hard to remake games. Apparently. Like not, not even to remake. It's hard to put games that's already been made out. Apparently, it's hard to re-release a re-release of a re-release. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, that's that's what we got new for new releases though, Dominic. Got anything else for the people? Nah, I'm good, man. All right. Thank you as always for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at D Stallworth5. I'm at Regulus MB. The podcast is at Superpod. S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. As links to all the places you can find us on the internet, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, as well as all the places you can find podcasts, including iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Spotify. Uh, Amazon basically anywhere you can find podcasts you can find us there until next time guys talk to you later alright see ya